y'all. Welcome back to the next episode of Silence Voices. For our next episode today, we are going to talk about racism in Bexley with our two co-hosts, Abby Thompson and Joy La. Let's get started. So we're going to start out with our first question. How do you describe racism and microaggression in your own words? I would describe racism and microaggression as an act of putting someone down for their race, culture, or, or however they identify as a person. And I guess I would also say that racism is, well, it's a lot bigger than a lot of people think. And for it to be ignored, especially in schools and where we're brought up to learn to be better people is why it's such a big thing today. It's because it's ignored. So, yeah. Amazing. Okay. Um, what is your opinion on how racism is developing in the world today, like, as a whole? Um, my opinion on how racism is developing today, like, in the world... I think that it's progressively getting worse and worse because no one has decided to stand up and take a stand. And I would say even when there were civil rights movements, there wasn't really, I'd say there was a big impact Mm -hmm. on certain races, but not all races, especially in current times with COVID and there was a whole Asian American hate and many people died and were hurt because of that. I feel like we've just been progressively getting worse and worse and I don't think it will get better unless we kind of start making and educating and acknowledging that there is an issue that we need to discuss and change. Yeah, for sure. Um, And what about like from Bexley because I know that Bexley has its own problems and stuff like that because we tend to sweep things under the rug how would you like what are your thoughts on that for Bexley specifically I think just knowing that we live in a primarily white neighborhood is that's already an indicator that there are definitely going to be problems with racism and there definitely are problems with racism Mm because many people get by with saying discriminatory um discriminatory territory discriminatory discriminatory <laughs> um words and they use slurs that they haven't really been educated about and i feel like bexley as a whole isn't really educated on racism and certain race and cultures which due to that we let people by with saying these things and hurting people and maybe it's not by like for like their own choice they 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 may they may not know that they're doing it but they are and I feel like we need to educate the kids but also the parents more because the parents are a big part of it as well no for sure okay and so did you move to Bexley when you were younger I did. I moved to Bexley in third grade, which third is like grade. 2013, 2014 for me. That was fast math. I can't do that in my head. <laughs> so what was it like moving to Bexley? Like, what was that experience as a minority? Well, I guess I moved here from Atlanta, Georgia, which was a big difference in culture. 
and what I was surrounded in because Atlanta, Georgia is so culturally diverse and everyone's really accepted there. And then moving to Bexley from that kind of town and city that I was submerged in every day of my life was a huge difference. Um, I was very surprised by the white population and how low the Asian population is in Bexley. And I was taken aback when it was just hard for people to accept that I was, that I look different from my parents. Like I, I am adopted and I do look different from my parents and different from my brother who is also Asian. But it was just hard for people to accept that. Like I would get looks and stares and I could see people like whispering and talking to their parents. Like why does she look so different from her parents? But I guess it didn't take me until like, fifth grade middle school to kind of really understand that there is racism in Bexley and I and it's uncomfortable for any minority who comes to live here and wants to be accepted it's hard to do that yeah for sure okay um last kind of set of questions that was good thank you thank you I feel like we've kind of already touched on this a little bit but have you ever experienced racism in Bexley and can you like give us a little bit of insight into that yeah um i have experienced racism in bexley i would say specifically in bexley schools being asian there's a stereotype that we're all really good at math science we're all super smart and that stereotype is really taken too much like people will be like when i fail a test or i get a bad grade they're just like oh, I thought you were Asian, aren't you supposed to be smart? And that really takes me back, and I'm, that really puts me down, and I know it puts down a lot of other people. And I do remember a time in, like, art class of, like, seventh grade, someone called me an Asian slur, and I was so taken aback, I didn't even know what to say, I didn't stand up for myself, and that day still haunts me that I didn't even stand up for myself. But I just didn't know how because I didn't think anyone would even have the nerve to say something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, how? Well, we've already kind of covered that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you feel like sharing your story and like experiences will help improve the acknowledgement of it in Bexley rather than it being swept under the rug and just ignored? <laughs> um, it's fine we know what the question is it's fine yes i do feel like the it, um t- telling stories would make a really big difference in acknowledgement and just educating people um personal stories i feel like are a big they're really really impact the movement of people's emotions and guilt and it's really a certain path to getting people to realize that there are definitely issues wrong and if seeing that it impacts someone specifically and then seeing how much it impacts them really helps kind of make that impact on change more effective i feel like what do you think um peers can do and school's administration like what can they do to improve the racism like the outlook of racism in Mexico? I think a big thing about improving this situation with racism would be to educate people because I feel like doing a more proactive response and re- instead of a reactive response 
is a much better way of going with this um, because educating someone and making sure they know what really they're doing by saying these certain slurs are what these jokes that they're saying what the impact of that and kind of why it's not okay to do it I feel like by educating people we could continue that so peers and administrator can help with that by helping kids and parents and anyone really understand that we do not accept it and why we don't accept it. I feel mm-hmm. like we usually say, no, we don't accept racism here, but we don't really explain and go to further in to why we don't accept it. I feel like it's just a standard to say, we don't accept this, but we should be saying, we don't accept this because of blank, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just that like people aren't really understanding like the history behind like some slurs that they are using. like. Mm-hmm. It, it's it has more of a meaning than just a word yeah it's more than just a word yeah yeah um did you ever report a problematic experience to rate of racism to a teacher no <laughs> no um i have i've um i remember exactly this exact moment i in eighth grade i reported someone calling me a asian slur mm-hmm. and that was never it never got brought up again, which made me never want to even talk to administration again about any problem that I have to do with race or any any problem at all, which I think is a really big thing. Most students I know just don't want to bring it up because they don't know the impact it'll have on them or anyone else around them. Mm-hmm. And they know things won't happen because we live in Bexley. It's just... So it's just kind of like a circle of just like being silenced. Yeah. Because we're silenced from even talking about anything that we feel like is a issue. All right, guys. So that's the end of this episode today. But thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed. Please come back for the next episodes and any future episodes. And always feel free to comment and or get in touch with us about becoming a guest speaker because we would love to have a conversation with you about your experiences and what your opinions are. I hope everyone enjoyed and I hope you have a great day. Bye!